It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? We know how great we are, and you need to recognize immediately. And Paula? I'm not a smoker. I'm a casual socialite. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. I... Okay, you know what? I need to come up with a new way of talking in the beginning. A new way of talking at in episode, the beginning. What, what is this? We're, this is episode 68. And you want to change things now? Well, I just feel like I'm talking off key, if that makes any sense. Does that make sense to you? It's like, I feel like I'm, it's like I'm going. Like you're recording your name for a voicemail? Yeah. I feel like I'm going, Jamie? I just feel like I'm not really talking the normal way I would talk. I want to say, hey, welcome to The Ugly Truth. It's episode 68. You know, why can't I just say it like that? Why do I have to sound like I'm like some nervous sixth grader standing in front of everybody in an awards assembly? I always think you sound like you're getting a running start, like, welcome to The Ugly Truth. You know, like like you're licking I your know. microphone with your voice. Welcome to our assembly. I'm Jamie. <laughs> I hate the way I intro the show. I need to figure something out. Some people don't intro it. I've been listening to several podcasts and they just kind of start talking. So I don't know. Anyway, but it is episode 68. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. We are the ugly truth. Ugh, ugh. Oh, God, that was you, know, you caught me off guard. I was I <laughs> was half listening, half not. And then I heard the cue. So mine is bad I, today, too. I hadn't been prepared. Well, yeah, but even when yours is bad, it's not that bad. Okay. It's true, but that one was bad. Here's the deal. My son, who is 22, was in a serious bike accident yesterday. Bicycle. Bicycle, not motorcycle. He is training. And I learned all of this, by the way, yesterday. Yeah, this was all, when you were explaining it to me, I'm like, I didn't know any of this. I know. Now, here's the thing. Tyler, my son, has always had a love for biking. And it's like the fixed gear, the 10-speed type bikes. Like, uh, what's that Lance Armstrong dude? He doesn't like Lance Armstrong, but that type of racing, he's always liked since he was a very little boy. He's always wanted to participate in those types of races. He thinks it's really neat. He loves the way he feels when he's riding those bikes. So we purchased for Christmas a couple of years ago, we bought him one of those bikes. Oh, okay. And he he does, you know, this was the kid who for his 21st birthday rode from Sacramento to the Golden Gate Bridge with his friends. And so he is, apparently there's a bike race of some kind coming up that he wanted to do. So he and his friend have been training So they go out to, there's a city called Folsom, and they go out there. There's a bike trail there that they can go, and it's a pretty fast-paced bike trail. He cut a corner really sharp, and apparently there's a chain-link fence there. And if you cut it too sharp, you're going to run right into the chain-link fence. And he hit it with his face. Ow. Really, really hard to the point that an ambulance was called. Wow. Initially, they thought he broke his neck. Oh, my God. Obviously, everything's fine. His neck isn't broken or we wouldn't be recording this week. Well, right. I was working out and the phone rang and I didn't, I recognized the number, but I didn't. So I said, well, maybe it's, I don't have a bill collector calling me, but it looks familiar. So they left a voicemail after the second call in a row. So I listened to it. It said, 
Hi, this is Mercy San Juan Hospital. We have your son Tyler here in the emergency room. If you could give us a call. Oh, my and they left God. This, they left this phone number that I didn't recognize. So, of course, I call it. No answer. I called it again. No answer. So oh I called God. the main switchboard and I said, somebody from the emergency room called me. Can you please switch me to ER? They did. I said, my son is there. I need to speak with somebody about Were you what... like halfway there? In the, I mean, I would have been in the car. No, because I wanted to get the information before I flew out the door. You know, luckily, I'm really only three miles away from the hospital that he was transferred to. And considering that he was in Folsom, I was already a little alarmed because there's a hospital in between there and they didn't take him to that I would one. have been jogging there. I would have already been like halfway. <laughs> well, so they said, well, who is it? And so I gave him his name. They said, we don't have anybody by that name. And I said, check again talk to somebody well who did you talk to because you know they deal with the drugs of humanity you're just like hospitals. i didn't talk to anyone they called me asshole. i said i they go well was it male or female I go my son is a male <laughs> she said no who called you i go a girl called me and it's like okay i realize that you deal with this franticness a lot but you don't know who you're talking to so you're going to see me in about five minutes so i suggest i would have just hung up and gone over there i would have been like over it by that point well I got transferred to where he was. A woman answered and she said, hi, yes, your son is here. And I said, is my son dead? And she said, no. And I said, all right, is he able to speak to me? Is he broken? What's going on? And she said, he was in a bike accident. I go, was he hit by a car? No, he wasn't. I said, is he able to speak? Yes. So she gave him the phone. He couldn't speak to me because he was in the trauma room, which I did not know. And so he's like, hi, mom, I have to have surgery. And I hung up the phone. I literally hung up the phone and ran out the door and flew. And of course, typical of this area, every slow person on the planet is in front of me. So I got there probably, I got there in less than 10 minutes, although it felt like an eternity. Right. Pull in. And here's the part that's, here's the part. I make a present, my presence known wherever I go. I think we're all kind of like that Unfortunately, in our lives. Yes, we never can just quietly arrive. <laughs> no, we never slink into a room. I Everyone knows I'm there. Everyone turns to stare at me. They know I'm, I'm walked, I've walked well, in. Well, and obviously, I mean, you probably, you know, were speed walking with that panic scared look. So everyone's like, oh, my God, what happened? Did somebody die? Somebody bleeding? <laughs> what? Well, the look is don't mess with me. Do not prevent me from seeing my child. Right. I don't care that he's 22. Don't think you're going to keep me away. Right. So it says right when you walk in, have your ID ready. So I pull my ID out and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So the lady, this really large sister is standing there and sh- she says, how can I help you? I go, well, my son's been admitted. I'm just and trying to get back sister, there. when you say sister, it's it, like a nun, correct? No, I mean African-American woman. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Well, because sometimes the nuns are there because it's a Catholic hospital. So it I is a Catholic. Sure. Okay, You're right. Okay, go ahead. You're right. I'm sorry. I should have known. Go ahead. Go ahead. So she's like, oh, no, no, girl, you go. And so she sent me to the security guard, this very large, not fat, but very tall, big human being of a, of a gentleman who looks like a cop, mustache, coiffed hair, you know. And I walk up to him and I'm giving him no personal space. And I said, I need to get in to see my son. And he's like, okay, who is he? Well, oh, okay. Well, 
My son had also called his girlfriend, which I wasn't aware of, and oh, she was standing. She was standing next to me, and I didn't know it because she had changed her hair. Have you not met her? Or what? No, I've met her, but I mean, she looked completely different because she wasn't wearing pajamas or sweats. She was actually wearing a dress, and she looked really cute. So I didn't recognize up for her. The occasion. Yeah, so I didn't recognize her, and so he said. All right. Yes, this this person is here for her too. And I turned and looked at her, and I, and I looked at the security guard, and I might have been three inches from his body, and I said, "I am his mother. Get me back there now." Right. He's like, "Ma'am," and they They're do like, the whole thing where they put their hand up. Me. They put their hand up, ma'am. I'm going as fast as I can. So then the phone rings, and he said, "Yes, the mother is here." Well, <laughs> is I would think said. so. He's like, I'm getting you back there immediately. So he gives me the number. And I turned to the poor girlfriend and I said, I'm going before you. Oh, she <laughs> didn't think in her life did she think that she was going to get back there before you. Well, here's you. the thing. I don't care what my son is saying. It's out of his hands at this point. Well, obviously. I'm, I'm going. Ludicrous. 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 Young people. What are you going to do? I actually pity <laughs> the young lady that ever I believes know. that... I mean, I guess it will happen like one time. It will. There will be a woman that will somehow become more important than me. I just can't yep. fathom that concept. I really can't. But I mean, she better be like a female Jesus Christ. That's all I'm saying <laughs> because I can't. Right. I just can't see it. Well, here's the thing. You're really hard. Like when it comes to my children, my girls, you're really hard on their boyfriends. Very. I'm brutal when it comes to my son's girlfriends. I mean, brutal. I mean, I've scared them off. I don't think I'll discriminate to either. I think I'll be equally as terrible. No, actually, I think I'll be far more terrible to the young ladies. That... Well, they're manipulative. We know how girls operate. I mean, we just do. So anyway, they escort Can't me back. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but part of me wishes my son was gay. Like, I just, <laughs> just for that sheer purpose I know. I, of never Something having to embrace. deal with another with woman. With another woman. I know, I just, because... You know what, Jamie? I don't know if I can do that. Okay, you go can. ahead. You will. So I'm going, to, I... I'm going to ponder this while you talk. Go ahead. You should, because there's a lot to talk about. So um, they escort me back. Now, what I realize is that they're not taking me to to a regular emergency room cubby, you know, when you're have it when you have the flu and they put you in oh, those right. little waiting area with the, the with the drawstring, you know. Yeah, with a little curtain. TV and a little, you know, you have your own little place waiting for the doctor to give you your, you know, amoxicillin or your whatever. Pain meds or whatever. Right. <laughs> they're leading they're leading me into a different completely different area. Oh, what is he quarantined? I mean, what? No, he was brought in by ambulance, which is not uncommon obviously, oh, so but he's he... in like the first class high rollers area. No, he was in trauma. Is where oh, he that's was. different than just your garden variety ER, I guess. So I walk in and there he is in a neck brace. <gasps> and now oh. I've shown you a photo of what he looks like. He was on a backboard in a neck brace still. So he'd only been there like 40, oh, 30 wow. or 40 minutes. He, they called me oh. pretty, really quickly. So he's there and he's kind of, you know, and they've already given him saline and they've given him some pain medication. Thank God. Yeah. And I walk in and of course, because I'm a mother, I immediately start to cry <laughs> i was just gonna say because my son looks like he's been in a ufc fight i know he did look his pretty face tore up. is just busted up to i mean i've never seen him look like this in my life no, in my it was life terrible. i saw the picture i was like good oh my night. god it's terrible and his body's covered in scratches and road rash and it's Although, just was, was he smiling in that picture he was because okay. he had some serious fentanyl and so oh. <laughs> okay. they were sure that he had fractured his neck 
And so they had left the neck brace on. He could oh, was not. Was he flopping around like an infant or something? No, but it was very serious. They're like, don't move, you know, because we just don't oh. know anything yet. So the nurse came in. He was so nice. But of course, because am- you said amongst. He? Yeah. Well, the, it was a nurse. they were all the trauma nurses are male. All really? of them. The only trauma nurse that was female was the one that called me. <laughs> she was the only one. Oh, give her the good job. Like, oh, okay. Well, we finally got a female trauma nurse. Honey, you call the mother. Calls. Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you type up these notes? Be a good girl. Well, she Slap was her the, on the ass as she walks away. Yeah, she was the first person to treat him when he walked in. She took all of the notes. He yes. had. Here's the thing. He had no ID on him. Nothing. And so I was oh so, God. we were so fortunate that he was coherent. He knew my number and he knew uh, Daryl's number, producer Deb's number. You know and what? He, That's pretty impressive because yeah. I don't know anybody who really knows phone numbers well, anymore. I know. What was funny is that um, my friend who actually works for Dignity, she works for the Mercy System. She said, you know what? I don't think my children could recite my phone number ever if they needed to. I mean, that's pretty right. impressive. I'm getting my kids one of those medical ID bracelets. Why? I don't know. Just in case something happens, I want them to like have all their numbers. Why don't you just microchip them? Blood. If I could, <laughs> I would. would. You know what? I've thought I about it. I don't know why they don't allow it. I've thought about it. But you know what? That's why I, you I was do- just thinking, about, can you buy a kit by mail and I'll just do it when they're sleeping? Like, just give them both a Benadryl and then. <laughs> I know. Slip I'm a like, little really... thing in there. Hey, you know if what? If you've ever seen that show, iCarly. Yeah. There is a mom on there. Her son's name is Freddie, but yeah. his real name is Fredward. Yes. She did have him microchipped at one point. I think they went to they went to like Thailand or some other country oh and got it done. And so he remembered one time they got kidnapped by some freak fanatic. And so um, he pulled it out of his skin and he broke it in half. And like all of a sudden, like her purse started beeping. She's like, Fredward! <laughs> if you do it for pets, you should do it for children. Well, really, they're more valuable than an animal, right? I would much ra- Think about how many children that are kidnapped or go missing or are lost. You know, forget the Amber Alerts. Just microchip them. It's true. So at this point, I'm female, so I'm very emotional. And you know what? Ask me how I am right now. How are you, Jamie? Premenstrual. Oh, God. So you can only imagine how yesterday went. So I'm leaning over him and he goes, I'm so dumb. And I said, honey, I go, everybody does dumb things when you're they're 22. You're not dumb. I'm just no. so glad alive. <laughs> no, I didn't We're do gonna that. Get through this. Shut up. I didn't do that. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to be very calm. And, and what I do when I'm when things are really bad, I get funny and I start cracking jokes because it's it's a calming effect for for the children. Usually, for for my children, they they appreciate it. It calms them down. It, I do the same thing. Lightens the mood. So I said, "Hey, I said, you know what? We'll just tell everybody that you were in a UFC fight and you won, and you don't even want to know what the guy the loss looked like." No, you should take a picture, post it on Facebook, and say the zombie apocalypse has begun. <laughs> He's like, yeah, take a picture. So he said, take a picture. I want everyone to learn from my irresponsibility because this is the one thing he did wrong. He did do one wrong thing. Finally, because I'm just like, I just don't get this irresponsible thing that he's saying. He didn't wear a helmet. (gasps) Are you kidding me? Nope. But. Are you kidding me? Based on his injuries, which you saw, the helmet would not have prevented 90% 90% of his injuries. The but only th- it doesn't matter. I mean, I he know. could have cracked his head on a rock. And if they- you're going to be extreme biking, I don't even know what the... What's just bicycling? Is that what it's called? It's bicycling. Yeah. Bike if racing. you're going to be doing that, I mean, any, any athletic 
or athlete, whatever they're called, they'll tell you, you have to protect your noggin. Yes. Well, he definitely has agreed to allow us to purchase a helmet for him uh, for future rides. He actually used to wear a helmet. I don't know why he stopped, but... I'm glad that this knocked some sense into his head. It really did. probably a good thing he didn't have a helmet on. It really did. Tyler, I could kill you. I know. So what was great is the nurse came in, his... I can't remember his name, and... Okay, I just want to preface by saying this. He was super nice, and I'm super grateful for how kind and friendly and caring he was to my son and to us. He was wonderful. But the nurse, and the only reason I remember him is because his ears are very pointy, like an elf's ears. Okay, I was just like, what was it? Was he missing an arm? He was very good looking, except that he had super pointy ears, like Spock. Like, really, like to the point where I couldn't stop staring at them. Jamie, oh my god. Like, you're like, would you just get to the point? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you all prosper today. The bones, are they sharp? (laughs) You know, (laughs) is there any pointed edges? Are you you listening? Can you hear what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, everything. Everything would be... Everything would be unusual. Well, so, okay. So, before you carry on, at some point, Mother got there. Okay. So, like I said, I was at home. I was working out. I had to call Daryl because he was in the city. You don't have to emphasize the working out part. First of all, none of us believe you. No, shut up. I have to because I have a little guilt about it because I ignored the phone call and I had to get the voicemail. And that kills me because I'm like, no, I have to finish this stupid workout. You're going to answer every damn call. Every freaking number. Every phone from this point forward, I will answer. So I was switching out of the exercise shirt that I was wearing and putting on normal clothes because in my brain, I'm thinking I'm going to be at the hospital overnight. I didn't know. So I put on a normal bra, a normal shirt, and I'm running out the door. I have to ask you a question. And you know this thought goes through all of our minds. Yeah. Unless we're the ones in the hospital. Do it. Did you at least possibly think you might run into a cute doctor so you had to look okay? Yeah. Even with your son. Yeah. I just was curious if like here's what if something I something would ever trump that. Like if one of my children was sick, I would want to hope that it would trump it. <laughs> here's the honesty. What? I'm on the phone. The phone is ringing and I'm waiting for ER to answer and I'm in the bathroom putting on makeup while I'm waiting for the phone <laughs> to ring. You're like, well, if I'm just sitting here. I, I mean, what well. if he just skinned his knee? I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm not going to get myself worked up over it. It could be nothing, but obviously I have to go get him. So Again, I'm going to go ahead and freshen up a bit. I brush my teeth, you know. Because you have options. And then I realized, <laughs> yes, exactly, because you never know. I might meet some cute guy. Their doctor that, you know, might just sweep you off your feet and you, you know, would finally leave Terrell. <laughs> right. Of course. God. As if. And so. No, but that's what I'm just saying is cause that's never going to happen. I don't want to go looking ugly. And let me tell you. No, when, I don't blame you. When sh- the last time I went to that hospital, I was in so much pain because it was my own self. And I looked right. so haggard and hideous i'm thinking these poor er people are gonna think i'm just some ugly person forever they're never gonna know they're never gonna know that i can be adorable i just wonder if anyone else is afflicted with this same thing that we are like we are the only people we know that think that somehow like (laughs) the hospital is like a mini runway and like (laughs) and like you have to go there looking you know Maybe dress to the sixes. I don't know about Lip and clip at the very least. When you're going there, especially when it's like, you know, not for yourself, but it's someone else and it's not a a huge hurry. 
Yeah. I mean, you'll walk in there like, you Oh, know. I'll look like I'm going out on Mom a date. Mom does it too, though. I'll never forget the time I was in the hospital. Um, I was preterm labor with Ryan. And she came walking in there and I could smell her perfume. Her hair was all done. She had like her nice shoes, her she nice bag. Boss. And I'm just like, well, I'm well, okay. Are we, are we trolling this evening? I just wonder, women, do you do that too? Please tell us you do. Someone tell us that you do that too. I don't know. I don't want to know. We're that strange. How many times have I been in an emergency room, waiting room, and mom's like, do you want some gum? Do you want some lip gloss? Because I you know. need lip. I always get bored and want to go out to the cafeteria. I did. You know what I was thinking about it myself? I was sitting there going, you know what? I'm not very hungry, but I wouldn't mind wandering around, even though my son looks like he was just beaten by a serial killer. Like, where else can you buy a plastic clear bowl full of chocolate pudding with whipped cream on the top <laughs> nowhere for like a dollar nowhere. i'm just like i do i ever really want that no but because i can't i can have it but right? i can yeah. buy it well, here just don't know what's wrong with us i want the truth you can't handle the truth and so i've got to call daryl producer dub who is in San who's in the city right i call and he's like you know it's funny when i called daryl it's ringing all of a sudden his hello and, you know, he's being funny. And I'm like, you're like, no, it's not that. Tyler's been in an accident. He has to have surgery. Oh, my what? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and I feel bad because, you know, he's not around the corner anymore. It takes him two hours to get home no matter what. Then that's fast. That's if he has a car. You know, if he doesn't, right. you know, he's taking public transit. <laughs> he's running to the bus stop and then still has to stand there for 15 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> So I said, I called my mom, you know, I'm just letting you know. I mean, obviously, I want him to come home if he can, because if it, if it becomes right. dire, you know. So well, I mean, and I mean, he's been around Tyler since he was a little guy. And it's so a I'm big, sure he was oh, concerned yeah, about him. yeah, yeah. And not only that, but it's, it's his biggest fear is being stuck in the city and having an emergency happen here right. in Sacramento. I mean, it would be the worst. So mom shows up. And what's funny is the, um, the nurse comes in because Tyler's still in trauma because we're still waiting for all the results of all of the CAT scans that they had done. And Spock comes in and I said, just just out of discussion, because I don't really know what's going on. Can you fill me in? I assume he has no internal bleeding or internal injuries. I mean, that was my biggest worry. Right. And he's like, absolutely not. That was the very first thing we checked. He's great. We're just waiting for CAT scans on his spine, neck and head to make sure he hadn't fractured anything. And I said, OK, great. And so another nurse comes in and, or then no, it was a security guard that I that I didn't give any personal space to right. and he comes in he said apparently the grandmother is here oh dear god and I said okay I turned to the girlfriend and said you have to go oh I was just gonna say is the girlfriend anywhere or is she still hanging out in the lobby no, no, waiting, no. you know for permission to come no back? they allowed two people in I said you're going to have to go and so she's like um like no. And I said, oh, yes, you're Did going. Did she really say that? No, but she was hesitant. And I said, God. you're going to have to go for a little bit. And what was funny is mom, when at one point when we were finally together, she goes, you know, I feel really bad because I gave the security guard some issues. And I said, oh, so did I. She said, oh, I don't I, I feel bad, but not really. Because he said there were two visitors back there. And she said, get the girlfriend out of there. She's like, I don't care who's back there. I wouldn't care if it was the Pope. <laughs> he said, well, the, the girlfriend and the mother are back there. And she said, get the girlfriend out. Right. Because, see, that's the problem is, is these people are so inconsequential to us. I know. It's like, if you're not family, get out of the way. So I know he's home now. He and everything's, is. You know, he is. Like, he's on, the, I mean, very uncomfortable still. But he's, you know, taking his pain medication on 
you know, like clockwork. It and- seemed strange to me when they came in and they said, well, no, we did have a special a surgeon who handles the neck and head came in and, and looked at him. We had a specialist mm-hmm. come in from Sutter and look at him really well. Wow. And then he showed us his x-rays. He did break his orbital bone mm-hmm. in one spot and he can't open his mouth all the way. And so he said, if that doesn't improve, then he will have to have surgery. Is it like a like a distended jaw kind of thing or it okay. is. It's like up it's like the hinge by yeah. the ear that is damaged and if it he goes, It's probably just swelling, but if it isn't, then we have to go in and repair it. And right. I said, Okay, now this is where the vanity comes in. I said, um, you know, my son is very good looking. <laughs> is plastic surgery going to be a necessity? And he said, well, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. You know, if he didn't have insurance, then, you know, someday he, I mean, he would just look the way he looks. And I said, okay, that's not going to happen because my son is very attractive and I don't want him to look mangled. He's not going (laughs) to. sound like Elaine from Seinfeld when she was dating (laughs) that really handsome guy. And then they're like, he's been in an accident. She's like, his face. (laughs) I just, I know it's, I know it's superficial. I'm, and trust me, I I shouldn't even have to mention that I'm thrilled that he's alive. I mean, there was no question that, you know, now it was, now it's just the details. And so I said, you know, I just, I need to know if we need a plastic surgeon. I just, I need to know. You're like, I appreciate that you're a specialist, but you know, you don't have magic hands. Can you make him pretty? (laughs) Right. So anyway, he is going to live. I felt weird taking him home because he's so beat up, but they said there's really nothing we can do. Um, He needs a lot of caring and a lot of rest and a lot of narcotics. And so I was going to say, so he's home now. You've been taking, you know, taking him for what, 24 or 36 hours. I would, I was thinking, I'm like, this is probably the longest stretch he's been home and you guys have interacted (laughs) in like years. It's been less than 12. It's been less than 24 hours. But well, what I was going to say is, is, and I don't know if I'm just weird like this, what? but I would imagine you are like this too, that even though he's grown, yeah. does a part of you still kind of like taking care of him? Oh my God. I've been babying him since <laughs> he was in the hospital. I mean, I literally, <laughs> he started getting restless and angry in the hospital and that's a clue that he's in pain. Right. I went out to the nurse and then his nurse when we, they, cause they did finally move us out of trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, his nurse was like, seven feet tall this really tall dude oh i keep forgetting the nurses are men they're all well, men. seven foot tall nurse i'm like where was she from russia <laughs> jesus no they were all men and so i said excuse like, me um helga my son needs- my son has a broken <laughs> face and his head and it's really starting to hurt is there any way that we can get him some kind of relief i mean we're still waiting for the specialist to come it's been three hours you know i mean we were there all day yeah and and i said this is just unacceptable i mean look at him you know, come right. on. And so he goes, okay. So they came in, they gave him some more, and he felt like a million, like way better. Right. He was still in a lot of pain, though. And so while I'm waiting, you know, they have their own timeline. And, you know, I'm sitting there with mom, and Daryl is standing because he can't, he's not good at just sitting and, and chilling. But I'm well, sitting there and I'm stewing. He doesn't like medical environment. Just the at whole all. thing. It's just too much, <laughs> you know? God. So I turn. I turned to mom and I'm like, do they even know who I am? Like, do they know what I'm waiting for? Like, why are oh. we waiting? You're like, I am Jamie from The Ugly Truth. <laughs> Don't they like, know I have a podcast? Excuse no, I know. me. I have a podcast with like 150 followers. That's a big <laughs> I deal. <know. laughs> 
I, but I don't know why I say that. And I say it like I mean it. That's what's so weird about me. You have like a, I wouldn't even say a Kardashian complex. I would say it's a Campos <laughs> complex. And the Kardashians have a Campos complex. Like, it's a camp- they're not it's even like, famous on their own. It's because of our We know complex. how great we are. And you need to recognize immediately. So like they... If, if the fact that it hasn't like you know the air of us has just not like you know, made you conclude that on your own then we will we are important glad, people gladly educate you hey you know what <laughs> i walk into any room and the whole room knows i've walked into the room and it's not because of anything bad it's a good thing well, it's usually because you've tripped and hit a wall or something or, just like you tripped know, over my wedge <laughs> oops i fall i i drop my whole purse in the parking lot i'm well, here I'm- everyone I'm glad to know that you're enjoying baby because I do the same thing. Um, you know, when my son gets sick, I don't know what it is. Like I'll sit there and I'll give him like a leg massage mm-hmm. or I'll like rub his back. Or I'll get him a cold yeah. cloth, you know, have, sip your, sip your seven up, you know, I mean, and he, he is young, but I mean, it's just, I regress as a mother. I do too. We all do. But you know what's so great about it is that they love it. I know. They do not fight you on it. Tyler has been letting me nurse him for 12 12 hours i mean by nurse you mean like take care of him (laughs) yeah no i whipped out my breast i've been i've been nursing him again (laughs) yes we're bonding again i whipped out my nursing bra i I wrapped him up in a blanket (laughs) i swaddled him yes i birthed him (laughs) i swaddled him in his nanny so I'm, how is now how is Daryl uh, handling taking the second string? Because you know men don't usually like that. You know what he he has been married to an UG long enough that when when our mom comes into the picture, I mean he was just kind of grateful that I didn't call all my sisters because yeah you called everyone else, but I didn't get the call. If but I, that, well, okay, first of all, I didn't call anyone. Mom did. Number one. Number two. If I need a boot and rally, and I'm going to call all the sisters, trust me. It would it would have been serious business. Like it would have been dire. If Tyler, if my son had had to have had surgery, I would have called every everybody would have been there. I didn't get the call because I have been <laughs> not really like I've just been missing a lot of work recently. And yes. so I'm really trying to not do that. And so this was what, Thursday that this happened? Well, yes, because yeah, now it's it's time for it's time oh, right. to segue into Paula's <laughs> As the world turns. This portion brought to you today by delicious mountain grown Folgers. <laughs> by mild ivory liquid. The dishwashing liquid with long lasting suds. <laughs> what the hell? God, that. That's funny. <laughs> As Paula's world turns. So, yes. Yes. I didn't get the call because uh, my family is politely trying to help me uh, keep up my attendance at my employment. And yes, we are. So, Wednesday morning, I'm driving to work and I get a text message from the nanny and it's about her daughter and she says, um, I think she has lice. And oh I'm just like, God. God. So I'm driving to work and it's like every I, parent's nightmare. I just I was like, 
Oh, so in your first thought, I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, so what am I going to do with the kids now? You know, thinking like, where are they going to go? Right. And so then I'm thinking, oh, my God. I'm like, I wonder if my kids could possibly have it. I'm like, no, there's just no way. You know, they're clean. They would never. (laughs) Which obviously, you know, life has nothing to do with cleanliness. It doesn't. But, you know, we we have a superiority complex. I'm like, well, no, there's just there's no way. There's just no way. My children would never have lice. A lice would walk up to my kids and be like, oh, no, we don't belong here. We can't be on these children. And. And so I call uh, Victor and I say, do me a favor, just check Olivia's hair and see if, if you see anything. I said, because, you know, so-and-so's daughter thinks she said that she has lies. So, you know, a few minutes go by. I'm still in my morning commute and um, I'm getting impatient because I'm just like, I just expected the quick text back. Like, yeah. no, everything's fine. Because, right, right. You know, that's just how it should be. And so I'm like, I texted him and I'm like, well, I mean, is she clear or what? And then he just replies back, no. And I'm like, what do you, what mean, do you mean no? And he's like, she has bugs in her hair. <gasps> he and said that to you? No, he didn't say that. But I'm. he's just like, no, she's not clear. And so I call and I'm just like, she has bugs in her hair. He's like, well, so he sends me a text with a picture. Oh, no, he didn't. And there are two tiny little microscopic bugs on a strand of hair. And oh so God, I'm like, well, oh how God. bad is it? He says, well, those are the only two I've found. I instantly, the minute I see, well, actually, the minute she texted me, I started scratching all over it because I'm oh like, my oh, my God. God. Yes, I, I would be I'm covered. Itching. I'm covered. I I, it took every- everything I had not to take my clothes off in, <sighs> in morning traffic. And so I get to work, and the sad part is, is that I'm literally, as soon as I get to work, I'm supposed to hop in someone else's car, and we're supposed to drive oh, no. to Tahoe to see a few clients. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, great. But I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, if she has it, what if we I have, have it? it? You know? I mean, I, I never believed in a million years I would. You but can't ask if a coworker I, to check your scalp so for life. Well, not just that, but I'm like, I couldn't. In good faith or good conscience, like sit in a car with a coworker for four hours if I potentially have lice. And I, so I'm just what? like, I, I'm like, this whole thing is ridiculous. This whole thing is just ridiculous. <laughs> Out of all the things that I've gone through in my life with my children and myself, I have never had to deal with lice. Well, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's one of those childhood diseases or, you know, well, childhood Well, it's just a malady things. that ha- I remember when I was in third grade I can't remember. I do know his name, actually. I remember it so well. <laughs> Just say the first name. Don't say the whole name. Norman <laughs> had lice. Well of, co- well, of course Norman had lice. Everybody Jeez. had to get a lice check, and Norman had it, and he had to walk out of the room, and he was crying because he was so embarrassed because he was the Aww. only one that had lice. He That's was the only sad. one. No, I know. Other and classrooms so- had it, and of course, because because I'm actually as, as horrible as I can be, and I can be bad, I always feel bad for people when they're being singled out and made fun of or laughed at. Oh, I hate nice. it so much. Yeah. You know what? I would walk up to those fuckers and I'd scratch my head all over them. Well, here's the problem. It was in class and they called him out and they were like, you have to go home. Can they life. not be it, a more dignified way It was the it. 70s. Adults didn't give a shit about kids back then. They yeah, just were like, come on, true. you have lice, Norman. Let's go. You got to go home. Your mom's waiting for you. And he turned oh, beet red. There, dirty, filthy, little disgusting person. I think, he sh- I think they shaved his head. He was oh Italian. God. I know. I felt bad. But that was the only incident. That I, I mean, lice happened a lot, but I never got it. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's very – it's basically like when someone sneezes or coughs or mm-hmm. like a child, they sneeze and cough and, and they get it on other kids. That's how kids get sick. So, I mean, lice is literally like the germ that you can see. Oh, it's, my God. It's, I can't stand it. 
Well, so here's the thing, though. Is so I get so I I have to explain to the coworker. I'm sorry, I can't go with the, with you to these clients. I potentially have lice, and <laughs> I need to go home. Oh, God. Which fortunately, she was very decent about it. She's like, "Oh my God, that's terrible." She says, "I remember my daughters had it when they were young, and we all wound up getting it." And she's oh like, "It was God. just." She's like, "It was such an ordeal." And Do you so, have lice, Paula? No, I don't have lice. Have you and checked so, everything? Have you checked like your pubics? Jamie, for heaven's sakes. Okay, so as soon as I get Please, home. Please, like you didn't. Come on. No, what I'm going to tell you though Did is Did you shave Victor, them all off? Just listen to me. I would have shaved every pubic hair off of my Victor body. Victor is from head to toe a very, hair. very hairy person. I would have so, sent him to a Vietnamese place Jamie, and had him waxed from head to the toe. Look, the look of terror in his eyes. <laughs> Okay. I can't even explain. And oh, it and yeah. he just had clawed himself because he was just insisted that he was covered in bugs. And I was thinking, I'm like, I do feel bad because he's very hairy. And I couldn't imagine being that hairy and not thinking that I didn't have literally bugs infested in my whole body. But so I get home. I, I have to look at it for myself. So I'm looking through her hair. Mm-hmm. And I literally found... Like two. You know what? I'm I'm so un- I'm so sad and sorry that this occurred because I know that I would be like a monkey constantly picking and looking every day since it's happened. She's just like she's like mom, stop looking at me. I'm like Livy, just come here, hold still. Oh no, you, you know, have anytime to. she walks by and there's like a little, you know, f- ray of light somewhere, I'm like Livy, put your head over here, let me look. And so, anyways, oh, no. like I said, we literally found like two of okay. the little lices, the but little, I mean, obviously louse. that's enough to you know. Well, yeah. Constitute needing to get the treatment. So Chew I go is mating in eggs, man. Victor went to write it. He came home with three giant boxes of you know lice rid remedy whatever. or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and so. I took the kids in the bathroom. We each took a child and, you know, you have to sit there and go by part by part of their hair and shampoo it with their hair dry. So, you know, that takes a while. So, I mean, if you've ever tried to shampoo a four-year-old's hair dry going part section by section, it's It's not – it's not an easy task. It's like washing it's not a cat. It's not pleasant for either party. No. So once that was done, it has to sit in there for 10 minutes, and then you rinse it out. Well, actually, you have to get into a lather, then you rinse it out. And then after that, there's a gel that you have to put in their hair part by part and use this little tiny comb to comb out okay. whatever's in there. Well, I was not finding anything, but I still had to go through the process. So, I mean, this whole thing took like three hours. It took <sighs> a really long time. I'd be through. like, is there someone we can call to do this for us? Can we go somewhere? And well, have I was that thinking done? that. I'm like, I'm like, can't we just take him to the pediatrician? Isn't there like a pill? Because I know, like, when you get a yeast infection, you, you can, can just take, take a, a pill. pill. Yeah, I'm like, I, can't I'm like, you go to like a? That sounds like a lot of work. There's got to be something. You else. know what? Isn't there like a specialist? Like a? Is there like a? Can a beauty salon do it where you can go and just have them lay their head in those sinks? Well, I don't and just know that I'd want to go to any beauty salon that specializes in lice eradication. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, just any. There's got to be some someone. Well, someone has to do. this. I think this is just one of those parental things that you have to unfortunately do just like when your kids have the stomach flu like yeah. you just have to clean up the throw up unfortunately so I can't move so I'm going through the, you know this whole thing and I'm after a while I'm like doing this comb thing and I'm like I literally don't see anything but so, so I mean stop? she no I oh, okay. finished the whole process everyone got shampooed everyone got gelled you know Ryan didn't have anything so my head's itching they literally had like the least amount of lice 
impossible, I think, to right. even. It's like I barely even can call it lice. But, but you did you have know. it, so you had to treat it. We had to treat it. But so here's the thing is, so every day we keep checking her. And like, so now any little white speck that if we see, we're not sure what it is, we treat her again. So well, now, wait a minute. You Now, you've treated the bedrooms, the front rooms, the oh clothing, God. everything. Everything. Okay. Everything has been washed in hot they even include a spray okay, in the box good. that to spray down the couch. The you know, but I mean, we washed everything, so it didn't really matter. But we I'd, sprayed I'd everything like, down. Can we, we switch apartments? <laughs> we have done everything, and we're you know getting a steam cleaner tomorrow, and just yeah. in case, which they don't even live in the floor. But I mean, it's you just, never know. You know uh, so it's just been such an ordeal. I'm like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> and I feel bad for my friend because her daughter, who is Ryan's aide, she has this long, gorgeous, like really thick flowy brown hair and it's the only time so this was the funny part is i said this is the only time in my life that i am grateful that olivia's hair is like feathers because you can literally see her scalp when she runs (laughs) right you can see i mean it's just she like has baby hair still and it's thin yeah but you know my friend's hair or my friend's daughter's hair it's like a horse's tail it's so thick she's had two haircuts already you know she's had to treat her i think three or four times already but it's because she just has so much hair, like so much hair. I swear. So you don't, you did not have any. No, I never actually had it myself. Well, that's so. good. Although I would be paranoid oh. if that was me. I'd Whoa. be like, what's funny is when she told me, and she didn't have it either. Just Man. you know, and her son and her son didn't have it either. It was just the just girls. the kid, just, just the, the two one? little girls. Yeah, that's so bizarre. But she's just like, well, did you look? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and I would have noticed it last night. I said, because I was picking through my scalp looking for gray hairs. (laughs) Hey, Hugs. Producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. All right. We're done with hospitals and lice. Now let's get to something superficial. What? You have nothing to watch on television. I have nothing to watch on television. Most of the good shows have ended. Now, I like True Blood and I have HBO and that starts this weekend. And Penny Dreadful is kind of around. But I know you don't like those shows. But all the good shows are pretty much done. I have literally resigned myself to watching reality TV. I came upon this show and it's been on, I think it's only been on one season. It's called The People's Couch. Have you heard of it? I saw that, but I thought it might be The People's Court. So no. I No. Just... Okay. This is what this show is. I think there's like six quote unquote family or friends that s- sit on couches and they watch shows on TV, mostly reality shows, but they also watch like whatever's trendy, like Game of Thrones or whatever. Right. So, for example, there's a family, they're sitting, they're watching TV in their bed with their children. So, it's mom, dad, and two sons, and they're watching American Ninja. Oh, fun. Okay. And so, basically, but the cameras are pointed at the family, and they show snippets of the show so you know what they're watching, but you're basically watching people watching reality television. Okay. Now, it sounds stupid. Wait, 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 wait. You're watching people watching television. Yes. You're watching their reactions to watching reality TV. Okay. So the camera's pointed on these families or friends. Like there's these two um, girls. They write together, but they're also really good friends. And they watch, like they'll watch Pretty Little Liars or, you know, True Tory or something like that. Okay. 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 And then, and (laughs) 
so it's their reactions to what they're watching on TV. For example, there's oh my God. there's all these random shows where these two sisters, <laughs> I swear to God, they're like us. They're sitting there watching TV and they're super animated and they're watching some show. Oh, they're watching Game of Thrones and Ew. they're watching this battle and they're sitting there and one of the girls goes, you know what? We would be the best warriors ever if we had to live in that time period. And the like, older imagine the, we would have kick-ass outfits. The older We'd have, sister, like, the best swords. The older sister goes, "Oh, I know." And then the other one, and the other one turns and she goes, "It's not how big you are; it's how you use your equipment." We would totally be killing all of these people right now. She's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And then there's another show. I don't even know what it was. It's something I've never seen before. But they're doing these pain tolerance things, like on the street. Where somebody has to pinch their arm with um, like a big, you know, those big fat black paper clips that you use for big <laughs> binder clips. Yes, yeah. binder clips. And so <laughs> I would never do that. They're like, here, do this. I'm like, um, no. So there, there's like, okay, the average person who can handle putting a binder clip on the back of their arm under their elbow, like right above their elbow, that soft skin right there. Yeah. Is 15 seconds and they're like can you hold it you know for more than 15 seconds so the sisters are watching it and the other sister turns and she goes i'll be right back and she runs out of the scene and she <laughs> comes she back with binder one. clips <laughs> and she makes her older sister put it the binder clip she goes do it she's like oh fine so she does i it. would do it for longer than 15 seconds and i wouldn't even flinch that's the thing she's sitting there her her one sister does the younger sister does she goes oh ow i can't do it like six seconds and right. so the other sister's just sitting there watching tv she turns and she pulls, pulls her arm down she's like i'm bored with this and so her sister goes well put it on your nip she goes no i'm wearing padding right now i'm not gonna do that but my point is is that this show is hilarious it's like watching people respond or react to what the reality shows they're watching is so funny you so have I to watch it saw a thread where you like i i think you mentioned it or allison mentioned I it, did. our other sister and allison's just like i was thinking the same exact thing so we have to be have on the show. show paula we have to be on the show see i think it would be funny if they filmed us like doing like one of the miss america pageants or something like that or that's what it is is that it's people being snarky about tv like they're okay so this they would make fun of me i was literally sitting there with a notepad like keeping score or my own scores of miss for america. example there is the family the mom the dad and the two sons the two sons are like into drama or something so they're they're not Jeez. super boyish i mean they are but they're just really into like acting they're and more creative they're artistic, creative people right. okay and then their mom and dad now the dad looks like he played football in high school or something oh, he's a bigger so I'm guy sure he's i'm sure he's thrilled then that his sons are artistic and creative he loves his children Th this family Aww. is super tight no it's not like that at all so they're sitting there and they're watching american ninja and there's some douchebag and he he thinks this guy on american ninja thinks he's like the shit and he's you know acting all cool and the dad who is you know probably 40 or 50 pounds overweight you know he's watching it with the fam out of nowhere he goes i could do that i could beat that guy <laughs> the sons turn and look at him they're like no you couldn't he goes yes i could i could totally do that they're like go dad go chase your dreams you can do it <laughs> he's like hey if i was 23 again i could beat him they're like well okay dad done. keep on keep that dream alive oh God. but it's, i don't want to I it's will just, be that parent one Okay, day. you have to, but you have to look okay, up the people's, the people's couch. Okay, the people's couch. I'm going to find on it. On Bravo. I'll very funny it. stuff. 
I already Googled looking to how you get on are the there, show. Are there auditions or do you just send them videos of you I watching I don't know. TV? I'm not sure how it works. It's very difficult to get any real information about the show. We have to get on the show. It's so good. We, we, we were born to be on this show. So we've got to do the people's couch. Yes. We've got to do Wipeout. We've got to do Family Feud. I'm not doing What? I'm I've doing... always had. Well, oh, okay. no. No, 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 no. I am not doing that. Allison's daughter, my niece, our niece. We, her and I have vowed that we would do wipe up together because usually they do like family edition right. or something. So we're we're going to do wipe up, but we all have agreed we need to do family feud. Paula, you would break a hip on wipe out. Are you kidding me? You'd whack your face I'd and have deviate to your septum again. Yeah, but you know, no, I'd probably break every bone in my body but my nose. You know that's what would happen. <laughs> probably. You They'd would be like, look every, like Tyler. Remarkably, you've broken every bone but your nose is intact. I want to look like Diana Ross. <laughs> Show me the Diana Ross. <laughs> Can I have the nose cards, please? <laughs> <laughs> I never get sick of that line. No, you don't. <laughs> so, all right. It's time for the ugly and awkward moment of the week. Approve of mine. Okay. Um, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, okay. So occasionally, being a grown adult, I do like to engage in smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I don't and approve. I know. And so um, the other evening, I was outside having a cigarette, enjoying the nice night. And do you know how cigarettes work, Jamie? I, uh, yeah. How they keep burning. Okay. So basically, there's like a little cluster of fire in there. It's called the cherry. And so that's I what know keeps that. The- I've smoked cigars. Okay. okay. Well, I wasn't sure. Well, I didn't know how cigars work. I've never Same. smoked one. So when you're done, though, you can either put the cigarette out or you can flick it to where the cherry comes flicking out. And then there's like just, you know, this dead cigarette. So being an ugly, we should never have try mess with like sharp objects, fire, fire, you know, any of those things. So I flick it and lo and behold, it flicks back in my direction and it lands on my shoulder. What? And the it, cherry? Yes. <gasps> and so I freak out for a moment. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And Victor bats at it because it's burning a hole in my hair. And oh. so I lit my hair on fire. And then. Did it like, mi- like flames? No, it just was Smolder? you know, smoldering in my hair. And then I'm just like, I don't think I got it. I still think it's in there. So he looks closer and then he bats and then he's just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? So I strip my robe off because I'm wearing my my robe. And so my bathrobe outside, which are, you know, extremely flammable, mind you. How classy of you to be smoking in your robe. In front of my apartment complex, Jamie. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to tell what, you. What that. has happened to you? Just I don't even know. Let me. Go I on. had that moment today. Do you know I was actually driving down the freeway eating a gluten-free turkey sandwich at 9 o'clock in the morning, reading an employee handbook? I like, don't know what's happening to I, I, I'm just like, it doesn't get lower than this. It really actually, doesn't. Actually, it, it does. Smoking in your robe in front of an apartment <laughs> actually would be lower. But anyway, don't, go on. Don't, don't act like you're not impressed. I'm so anyways, so not impressed. I took the robe off, and lo and behold, I had burnt a giant hole. Do you know that's in, how smokers die? It was very eye-opening. Good. So. Did, are you going to quit now? Are you going to stop being a little joiner? I'm not a smoker. I'm a casual Well, it sounds socialite. like you're trying really hard to be. You know, the cool kids don't smoke, by the way. Well, 
I would hardly say I'm a kid, but, you know, it's all right. Not my finest half hour. The only way that would have been improved if you had been living in a trailer. No, just in my dumpy apartment complex, sitting in, you know, Your apartment patio complex chairs. isn't dumpy. I'll try living here. No, thanks. I mean, the noise has finally just settled down because everyone was out of the pool. But I'm just like, literally, it's not even that hot outside. It's a Friday evening, and it's almost 8 o'clock. Get out of the pool. Don't you people have a Chili's to go to? Come on, it's dinner. No, they don't. Okay, so you can't properly dispose of a cigarette. I just can't be trusted with fire. Well, no, absolutely not. No. <clears throat> so yesterday, I spent the majority of the day at the emergency room waiting for this specialist to come and examine my son's broken face. <laughs> and he, the the nurse came in and he said, "Okay, he's the specialist's on his way." He's he's kind of 30 minutes out, but he'll be here by five o'clock because he had something else going on. Now he's coming straight forward. We're like, OK. And he said, now his name, his name is Dr. Ow, O.W., Dr. Ow. And I Ow? said, and so me and mom and Dara were all looking at each other going, Ow, Ow, Ow? or it's like Ow. Ow. Yeah. Like owl without the L. Ow? Yes. Like, ouch, Ow, Ow. So I said, okay. And he says, but I'd really not. The nurse goes, I'm really not sure how he pronounces it, but it looks like it's Dr. Ow. We're like, okay, fine. So he comes in and he looks like Mr. Chow from The Hangover. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so because he looks like Mr. Chow from The Hangover, I'm assuming it's Dr. Ow. Now, understandably, I'm under some stress. I'm under a little bit duress. My son is struggling with pain, and that is, you might as well be torturing me. I mean, I well, can't right. stand it. I mean, at this point, he could be, you know, Dr. Crazy for all you care. Yeah. And so, if he can fix your kid, then. Fortunately, he is an incredibly astute physician, very, very well respected. And he, well, he's we, Asian. Of course he is. He, I'm we, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, his first name could be Dr. I was relieved to see Dr. Al was asian well he was i mean what doctor would walk in where you would i mean to be honest is there any doctor that would walk in that you would like start to question their i i can't hispanic female oh maybe <laughs> yeah you know what i don't know that's terrible she's just like oh no we had the bedding changer oh i'm the doctor no no you're not no you're not honey get out we don't need clean linens <laughs> sorry Anyway, and it's okay, I can say it because I'm Mexican. So just get over right. yourselves, people who are too sensitive for words. So Dr. Al comes in and he's incredibly, I mean, he's so good. We're so like, so relieved he's there. He makes his, you know, makes his discussion, you know, he discusses with us everything, makes it, you know, examines. And he said, now my name is Dr. O. And he pronounces it, doc it's Dr. O. Like, oh, like O-H. Oh, O-H. But it's oh, O-W, but he pronounces it O-H. So he literally lifts up his, his scrubs and he shows us his name tag. He goes, I'm Dr. O, O-W, Dr. O. And I went, okay, Dr. Al. And he looks at me and he goes, oh. I just said O. He goes, no, it's like Dr. It's O. And I said, okay, Dr. Al. And I mean, I did it twice. And mom did it twice. Mom's like, Jamie, it's out. It's O. It's O. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care what it is. <laughs> I don't care if Doctor. it's Doctor too. No. So I said, Oh, oh, oh. Okay, <laughs> that was my whole spiel. And I'm like, and and the thing is, at this point, because I'm not really focused on how awkward I'm being. I just don't even think about it until later. And I'm driving home going, how many times did I say, oh, and how many times did I say Dr. Owl? 
I can't even well, count any longer. It could have been Dr. Smith. You're all Smythe? No, <laughs> yeah. Smith. No, it's Dr. Jones. Dr. Smyta? Jonas? Jonas? Smythe? Smythe? Uh, no, Smith. <laughs> I can't do anything normal, but what was funny, so that's my awkward moment of the week, is I just simply, a two-letter last name, and I could I could not pronounce it properly, even being corrected twice. There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And now, back to the show. So... Do you ever have that moment, and I know you probably do, where, like, your pets transition to, like, going from a loving pet to, like, why do we even have you? Because yeah, every day. Our dogs, they have gotten into the trash can pretty much every day since they've been born. You know, mm-hmm. not every day, but, I mean, I would say a good three times a week they get into the trash can and they spill over. There's coffee grinds everywhere, you know, paper towels ripped up. Some takeout box has been, you know, licked clean. and Gross. All this stuff. But the problem with that is, so you have to clean that up, obviously, when you get home because you can't make the dogs clean it up. Have you put the garbage on the counter? We like- have tried everything. We, you know, yes, we literally leave, put the trash can on the kitchen table before we leave. Oh, they can get to that. We empty the trash out religiously because, you know, we just don't, we think, you know, but they'll knock over a trash can that's empty just to see what's in there. Little dicks. But so here's the worst part is is that recently they got into the trash can and there was something in there and it made them sick. <gasps> so now the dogs have diarrhea all over the house. Oh my god. So not only did we have to clean up the trash, then we had to clean up all the diarrhea. I and I'm just like I don't know what in, in what animal world this is fair. I would turn to them and I'd be like, "Do you know how much I hate you right now? I hate like, you." I just it just infuriates me because I'm just like, we don't even want you getting in the trash, but you do that anyway. And then when you got in the trash, you ate something bad, and now you're crapping all over the house, and nobody wants to clean that up. What about if you put all the garbages in the bathroom and close the door? Well, I mean, I guess we could, you but I mean, that. who wants to, you know, when you're rushing out the door in the morning to go and put your trash cans in your bathroom so yeah. your dogs won't? I mean, I'm just saying. It's who's just, really like, who's, yeah, who's, who's uh, the pet? Who's the pet? That's what it comes yeah, exactly. down to. It's just say, like, who's, the, who's running the house right now? You're the human. Like, here, let's do this. Let's see what else she does. Oh, so funny. She just put the trash on the kitchen table, you know, or or she she put a broom on top of it thinking that's going to stop us. You know, it's just like. Silly woman. How is this fun? <laughs> like, I just. Yes, I'm, I'm with you on the animal thing. I I'm over it. And I saw a post that, you know, Bodega killed yet another skunk. He did. Number seven. God. How many skunks are in your area? He, um, you know, we, we set up a parameter of repellent that they really hate and it super works, except that there's like a two foot spot at the very end of the back of the property that didn't get it. And so the dumb baby squirrel or skunks who yeah. haven't been around long enough to know better, they dug a hole and went in there and... Bodega doesn't even grant them any kind of leniency. He just walks in and immediately bites them and kills them immediately. And well, the, I mean, at least he's humane about he it. He is humane. He's like a lion. He just breaks their neck immediately. The problem is that he plays with them. He's sadistic. I'm telling you, your dog's like a sociopath. 
Well, what do I get? What, that or I'm going to have a family of skunks living in my backyard. I mean, which, I don't even what, know which, which is they, which? I don't think they would live there. I think they're just passing by. Well, I don't want them passing by. That, they might as well be hobos. I don't. You want shouldn't them. have moved where your backyard butts up against a green belt in a creek. Let me tell you something, Paula Marie. <laughs> With chickens. If I thought, if somebody had mentioned, even mentioned that there were skunks that came through here, I wouldn't have bought this place. I'm not oh, kidding. You- I wouldn't really? have bought it. I didn't it. know you were so anti-skunk. I'm anti-everything that comes into my house and causes me any kind of discomfort. You should just, like, get these giant, like, movie theater screens and surround your house and just paint pictures or, like, project images. Like, today we're going to live by the beach because we don't actually want to live <laughs> by the beach. We just want to appear that we live by the beach. So it's like, as much as I like to think that we like to live by wildlife, <laughs> we don't really want to. My dogs have treed raccoons. They've killed raccoons. They have killed, well, countless skunks, snakes, lizards, birds. I I found a dead bird, a dead bird the other day. I walked by it and I said, what's with the dead bird? And, you know, Daryl's like, oh, hold on. He gets a shovel. Like it doesn't phase you anymore. Yeah. It's like we're desensitized. I'm so glad that these are just animals. Daryl's like Farmer Ted. I know. Hold on. Let me get the shovel. We run out. When he killed this little skunk. I mean, when I say little, it's not like it's a kitten. It's they're I thought big. you said you guys heard it this time. We did. We did hear the whole thing. There was no what, screeching. Did he scream? Or no, what? there like, was no screaming. What is it? Yeah. You and Stephanie both think these squirrel, these skunks scream. They don't scream. Don't no. Well, when you said you heard it, I'm like, well, what did you hear? I heard the scuffle, and then I, we started to smell the smell. I and heard a ruckus. We heard a ruckus. <laughs> Daryl goes out there, and there's the dead skunk. He goes out there with the shovel in the bag, as usual, and I'm inside, you know, pointing the flashlight so he can see everything. And once again, because now Bodega just guts the things. He breaks the neck and then he guts it. And so... Oh, well, you should have named him Dexter. I mean, it's so bad. And I don't so, underst- yeah, I don't understand what Daryl- dog is just sick. Daryl picks up this little dead skunk and he puts it in the bag. And there's a long trail of... Um, intestines that are coming out yeah i'm familiar with it yes. i saw it myself when i had to clean up the dead skunk so he gets the skunk in the bag but the the, the little intestine is hanging out and it's long and <laughs> well, it won't i mean go in. it stretched the one i saw it was stretched out and he was clasping it between his hands <laughs> his own <laughs> yes. intestine He's only and going, then i was just like this? i looked at bodega i'm like oh you're a sick fuck aren't you <laughs> it's true he's so is it's so bad well he's getting creative now <laughs> It's like killing is just it's boring. Just, it's not enough anymore. I've got to do yeah, more. Really. You're going to come out there and it's going to be like wearing red lipstick and like, you know, a dress because, <laughs> you know, it just wasn't enough. Yeah. So this the little intestines are hanging out. And so Daryl's doing that. You know, that thing where you kind of flip it, trying to get it to flip into the into the bag. Yeah, because you, know? you don't want to touch it. Do the right? flip and it's not working. So he's <laughs> so did the intestines stick to the side of the bag or something? Yes. <laughs> They were stuck, and so Gross. he's gra- he so he's trying to like you know finagle the the, the flip shovel. the bag to see if they could get it to go back in. So he Jesus. got it. He finally and he it just would not go in. So finally he like pushed it and it went in. And I'm in the I'm in the living room and I'm laughing. Oh, I thought your mouth was going to be watering. And you were gagging. no, I was laughing because Daryl couldn't get the intestine. It's like you know my control freak wanted to go out there and say just give it to me. Just here, pinch it and put it in this. God, way. but no, I wasn't going to do that. I don't want to yeah, deal I didn't with it. Realize there was a right way to put animal intestines in a trash bag. <sighs> so there you have it. 
children and animals have made us ridiculous. Well, thank you again for joining us this week. If you haven't had the chance, visit our website. It's www.uglytruth. That's U-G-L-W-E truth.com. Listen to past episodes. If you're feeling like you need a retail fix, definitely click on the Ugly Mall link and shop our Amazon site, our Avon site. For those of you that haven't already had the opportunity to purchase our app, I know for Droid users, you can go to Amazon Mm -hmm. and go to the App Store and look for it there. For iPhone users, um, you have to download a free app called Podcast Box. Once you download Podcast Box, when you go in there, you can actually find all of your favorite podcasts there. Our app is $3.99, but it's only a one-time purchase. After that, you will get access to all of our shows, plus extra cutting room floor content that producer Dub places in there, things that... You know, because we talk about things that don't make any sense. So he will pull that content and he will put it on the app. And it's the only place that you can get that extra cutting room floor content. So please consider spending $4 on us. And then if you haven't had the chance already, please be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, We are The Ugly Truth. Or go to Facebook as well and be sure to like us there. We also post, you know, random fun stuff during the week on there. Yeah. Talk about past shows or um, anytime in the show we might reference if we do a quiz or a video or something, we'll post it on there so you can check it out there. As far as the rest is concerned, I think that's about it. So everyone have a fabulous week. We'll catch you next week for 4th of July. Until then, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry, we'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.